You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That Packers offense certainly has improved over the last few weeks. The question is, is it good enough to go up against a vaunted Cowboys defense? And can they keep up with Dak Prescott and company? That is how we will break this down. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Cowboys at home are currently seven-point favorites with a total of 50 and a half. On the injury front, not a whole lot really to discuss. Jair Alexander was a DNP Thursday with shoulder and ankle issues. The running backs are limited right now. That could be significant in terms of the matchup uh, that could be in the Packers' favor. Uh, with the Cowboys, they are healthy. A couple of offensive linemen are just taking some veteran days off, so nothing really to talk about there. Christian Watson, limited. If he does play, he probably won't do all that much. So with all of that being said, Joe, what do you like here? Well, the one team that defensive coordinator Joe Barry does a great job against is the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. And aside from that, he's horrendous. I mean, look at some of the quarterbacks that have put up great numbers in recent weeks, like Bryce Young, the combination of Hall and Mullins, Tommy DeVito, like guys that can't even play in the league are still putting up points against the Green Bay Packers defense. There's a reason the over hit in six straight games because the offense has been awesome and the defense is terrible. So that's where I keep going back to. Like I it's I know it's a one game sample, but I still just look at that Carolina game. I shake my head. How how did you give up 30 to that team? How how did that happen? So what is Dallas going to do? So maybe uh, I should be looking at the Dallas side, but as great as this Packers offense has been, that's why I can't. Because, I mean, Jordan Love, if you look at some of these metrics, he's been a top three quarterback in the second half of the season. It sounds insane. And he's done this with some of his best weapons sidelined. Because what happens with the Packers? They get injured offensively and defensively. You know, every week we're checking that injury report sitting here on Friday morning. Well, I don't know if this guy's going to play. I don't know if that guy's going to play. It's always the situation. Um, but the Packers fans couldn't ask for more. Um, you know, Horvey said he's only going to talk. It's going to be the last time he's going on record talking about it. Okay. Yeah. It's your last. You're, you're out now after banging the table for three years. I was the worst draft pick of all time. And you got a franchise quarterback. I'm willing to say that after a full year. They got a franchise quarterback. Doesn't mean he's going to be Favre Rodgers, but they got their guy for probably the next decade. Um, this is going to be scoring. That's how I look at it. Both of these offenses can be explosive. It can be back and forth. And I understand why it's one of the highest totals of the weekend, and it's still not scaring me off. Even though it's been a season where we haven't seen many shootout games, I think this can be one of them in the Dome. Uh, I'm playing the over, guys. Love it. Man, this is tough because I do hate the Cowboys and I would love for them to, uh, the playoff woes to continue. 
It, I just thought of a funny story back when Joe Barry was with Washington. They ranked last in like total defense and yards allowed. And the players, they wouldn't say it on camera, but would be like, man, this guy's never changing anything up. We're always getting beat. He sucks. He's got to go. And then he got fired. And I can't believe that he's still doing the same old crap in the NFL all these years later. But here we are. So yeah, I um I mentioned it when we lo- did our power rankings. Just the matchup, Green Bay gives up a lot of rushing yards. They can't stop the run. 29th most rushing yards allowed per game. They rank 27th in overall defense by DVOA. So I do think Tony Pollard is going to have a game. Now, his rushing yards prop 60 and a half. It's high. He's only gone over that like seven or eight times this year, which is kind of scary, but I do think this will be a higher scoring game and I like the matchup. So I'm going to bet over Tony Pollard on his rushing yards here, Ed. I wonder if we are just assuming, and you know, we had John Daigle on in the last segment. He brought this up as well. I wonder if we are just assuming that because of the matchup, they're going to run the football a little bit more, and that's just how it is. I look at the DNA of this Cowboys offense. They like to pass. Even when they're up big, they pass, pass, and pass some more. Now, I think you can do that against these Packers. I'm not saying that it's necessarily the worst idea in the world, but I do wonder, Mm -hmm. like, if you are a pass-first offense, even if the matchup says, okay, hand it off, are you going Mm -hmm. to do that? Or are you going to do what you are good at? You know, I look at another matchup where the Cowboys have uh, a distinct advantage, and it is this notion that the Packers' defense is really, really bad against slot receivers. Now, if I may go a little church lady on you guys, who with the Cowboys' offense loves to line up in the slot? Who's this great slot receiver that the Cowboys like to throw the ball to? Could it be CD? Maybe he's the guy who goes nuts here in this one, Joe. So what are you doing? Betting over 98 and a half? I mean, that's what you got to do. <laughs> got to. Got to. No I don't have a problem with, with it. I don't have an Let's issue with it. Let's go ladder it, baby. Let's like, go ladder The touchdown it. is minus 150. Um, yeah, I, w- I would bet like 150 plus, something like that. It, mm-hmm. it depends what kind of mm-hmm. money we're talking about here, but... I don't have a problem with 98 and a half. Uh, like I said, I think this one, we're going to see some scoring. So we're not going to mm-hmm. have a game where we see scoring and CeeDee Lamb isn't getting his, especially against this defense. You know, the matchup-wise, the matchup is interesting. Um, Packers are bad against the pass, too. So, like, you can do whatever you want, really. I mean, I, I don't look at it and say it's not a chief situation where, okay, short passing game, run game. That's how you want to attack that defense because they're pretty good against the pass. That is not the case with Green Bay. So is everyone on the Cowboys side here? I no. don't know. This is... Absolutely not. If I had to pick a side, I would probably go Packers, but I'm going to play the over. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I would if I'm getting Cowboys. the hook. I got to be getting the hook. Yeah. Right. Like now that it's at seven going down from seven and a half, like that to me is a big question. Something else too, like, and this is something that I brought up in our power rankings is this idea that when this Cowboys offensive line is fully healthy, they are one of the top offenses in the NFL. It's when Tyron Smith is out or, you know, Zach Martin is missing time or whatever. That's when there are weaknesses. And I get, look, there are a couple of good pass rushers for the Packers. Like it's not that they're bereft of talent. It's, 
it's just that Joe Barry is that bad. Like Aaron, I couldn't agree yep. with you more. Like what you're talking about as far as like scheme and how they can impact like avoiding explosives and stuff like that. They just can't do it. They're just not capable. And that's why like mm-hmm. back in CD land makes a whole lot of sense, but it's not like they have nothing but awful defenders there. Like they've got some good ones, but even in a matchup like this one, where this Cowboys offensive line is fully intact and will be protecting Dak Prescott really, really well in this game, I think. That will nullify any kind of chances the Cow- the Packers defense might have to put some respect on their own names. Speaking of putting respect on names, like Jordan Love, I mean, quietly doing his thing, 248 and a half for his passing yards. I see, I don't know if this has changed, looking at bed steam, 242 and a half, that seems low. I mean, this guy's playing some good football right now. And if we expect a higher scoring game and a shootout, I would definitely go over that. Or or even uh, one and a half passing touchdowns. You got to go, gosh, against the Giants, he had one. But even before that, like, you got to go back to November 5th. I mean, this guy's just been rolling. Yeah, I mean, and and last week... 316 that's a top five bears defense guys he was 27 for 32 in that game like it it is not Mm -hmm. a one-week thing it's not a one-month thing it's a two to three month thing that we've been Mm -hmm. seeing from jordan love and that's why people are willing to go as far as like okay they have their dude for the future um some of the defenses they face he's faced are they elite nah not until last week but he showed what he could do against the bears and pushing it down the field does like I said, doesn't matter which guys are out. And, and that's part of the reason that I like the over it's because of my belief in love, but I just, I look at it like, okay, am I just going to get all these props that correlate one bet? Or am I just going to make that one bet? That's kind of, it's kind of where I'm at. Like I could do lamb. I could do love props. Like it's all pointing at the over everything that I look at, but this, this guy in his last eight games, he has one interception one pick while pushing it down the field like he's been phenomenal something i came across on twitter is uh from steven Patton: offensive play caller rankings matt lafleur is second trailing mike mcdaniel only like and, and then if you look at like how much the packers have invested in this offense it's not very much like you don't see all these massive contracts like it's a really young offense I would argue Matt LaFleur has done more with less than any yeah. coach, any offensive play caller in the National Football League right now. So he, to me, is one of the big reasons why Jordan Love has looked oh so efficient over these last few weeks. And on top of that, maybe they do have a bit of a coaching advantage, the Packers do. I don't think it's enough to overcome Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and company, but I do think that they will be able to get their points. Dak and mm-hmm. Jordan Love, same game parlay, over one and a half passing touchdowns, like plus 150. I mean, both of hmm. these guys should have a couple touchdowns. What kind of score are you guys thinking? So I wonder if this total is like quasi sharp, where like 20, I mean, not 27, 24, it's way too close, but like 30, 24, something like that. Mm-hmm. Because I, be. I do think I the think Cowboys will go over their team over. total, so maybe like 31-24 or something like that. 
Yeah, I, I, that's kind of where 16? I'm at. I I was thinking like 30, 27, 30 to 24. That's the range that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that makes a whole lot of sense. 34, 30? I'm going to say we go over six. That would be an awesome but, game. And then and then we've got the nightcap. Like, that'd be an awesome day of football. <laughs> and I would argue, too, everything. if it does get to that, if yeah. it does get to that, it will be the best game of the weekend. And I, I know we're jumping ahead here a little bit, but when we're talking about like wild card weekend leaders and playoff leaders, I wonder if I want to back this game more than I do Rams and Lions, just because there are paths to where either Matt Stafford or Jared Goff, maybe they just have a bad day at the office, or maybe it's just an inefficient day for either or both. But in a game like this, Jordan Love can be trusted. Those running backs are healthy enough. They can be trusted, and it is a favorable matchup for them. And then with Dak and CD, they've got the number one total EPA in terms of a quarterback-wide receiver duo. Absolutely, you can trust them above anybody else. They can't possibly have a bad day with this matchup against the Packers defense. So if you're looking at, say, those weekly leader markets, that's going to be an obvious place to go, right? Yeah. For sure. Um, and, and Paul's right. He, he mentioned in the chat that all the scores that we were throwing out there, they all have the Packers covering. And that mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. This is going to be, I expect it to be a one score game. And that's why we're at seven because of the sharp money or, or most of the week coming in on that Green Bay side at plus seven and a half, grabbing that number. And yeah, I'm not considering the over in Lions Rams, but I do like it in this one, both, both games indoors. So, yeah, like if you're doing a DFS tournament, something like that, like props, like you mentioned, leader bets. I'm I'm focused on this game. Mm-hmm. Sure, no, and it's an exciting game, and many many things that you can point to as far as what what can happen offensively. And I think you know on the Cowboys side, like we haven't talked about Jake Ferguson yet, but his on off splits have been really significant, targeting Brandon Cooks. At times, that's been really, really effective for the Cowboys. Like, it's not just C.D. Lamb, unlike, say, a couple of these other offenses that we're going to see in the playoffs. They do have some depth. That's not something the Cowboys had last year. It was C.D. Lamb, and that was about it. Michael Gallup was unreliable for them. But now I feel Mm -hmm. like with that depth, depth, suddenly this Cowboys offense is even more impactful, more explosive, and less turnover prone. Yep. Are we doing any should we look at the touchdown bets since we think that this will be a higher scoring like two sure. plus or mm-hmm. where would yeah I mean I'm, you're I, good I at the at, two plus well I looked so, at lamb two plus it's not a lot of value it's four to one basically so I've, I have a tough time with that maybe what about Dak Dak two plus Dak. Wow. Um, I was thinking Ferguson because he gets so many red zone. Ferguson was uh, where I was going. He's 10 to one for multiple at BetMGM. I I would go that route personally. Yeah. It's hard to land on a Packer as far as that goes because they use so many guys, different Mm -hmm. guys week to week. Maybe not for two touchdowns. I was going to say, you know, one game name I haven't heard you guys mention with all this is Aaron Jones. Is there any bet to be be made there? Uh, 17 and a half. Rushing attempts, eh, longest rush, 14 and a half. Uh, rush plus receiving, that's, 96 that's the and one. a half. The longest, longest rush, rush, right? 
14 and That's a half. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I'm more than comfortable there. They, they have had some trouble tackling in the secondary, so that's probably where I would go. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Eagles and Bucks. Which team do we think sucks less? Okay, we'll be more respectful than that, but you know, pay attention. That's coming up on the BetQL Network.